0: N-Y-Y-S-T This is New York, Yankee Sports Talk Swinging for the fences, knock it out the park This is New York, Yankee Sports Talk Christian and Chris, of course S-G-R This is New York, Yankee Sports Talk Call me New York, Yankee Sports Talk Record, rain and shine, grab your shades and umbrellas N-Y-Y-S-T You're hanging with
1: the fellas Welcome back. This is episode 316 of the NYYST podcast. We're live on NYY News TV. I'm your host, Christian, as always, joined by my co host, Chris. You! And SGR. What up, what up? SGR. Hey, Don. Uh, you know what? How you feeling? Nice. Well, you know what, bro? Bad blood, I would normally. Normally, I would say, you know what, go out there and uh, take care of business on, on Sunday. But fuck Philly, bro. Come on. What if the Cowboys won, though? I would be rooting for a meteor to <laughs> <hit> Lincoln Financial <laughs> Stadium.
2: <clears throat> well, uh, All right, we got to take uh, Jack to an Eagles game next year. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, my son's an Eagles fan now. Oh, boy. Did Booney what did Booney say what was his quote on the game yeah, I'm trying to yeah, find it.
1: we're we'll we'll get to Boone in a second okay, here okay. but uh oh, 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 oh. unfortunately for uh me and many and giant fans the uh, magic run ended in uh, very and very quickly on Saturday night the Eagles just destroyed the Giants uh okay. and you know what? I, I'll take a minute here just to just to put a finishing touch on the giant season here. And if anybody doesn't want to listen to it, I don't really care. This is our show and I'm running it right now. So I'm going to I'm going to speak on it. OK, okay. Um, listen, I know that there's people out there that automatic, you know, th- this is the instant reaction world. This is the microwave world, uh, you know, instant coffee world that we live in. You know, everybody was like, oh, you got to bring back Daniel Jones and uh, Brian Dable, coach of the year. And then all of a sudden they have this disaster in Philly on Saturday night. And now they're like, oh, I don't know. It, it does. Listen, let me tell you something straight up here. Hmm. Saturday night does not take away from anything that the New York Giants accomplished in 2022. OK, it should not make you feel any differently about Daniel Jones as the future coach. Uh, a quarterback of this team, this team was projected to be one of the worst. I don't, Somebody's like, they're over, under was, I don't give a shit what their over, under was. Anybody that follows this team knows how bad that they were supposed to be, how bad they were last year. Okay. Mm-hmm. If this team would have won five games this year, I would have probably been okay with it. That's how little I thought of them coming into the season. The fact that they won nine games in a, in a frigging playoff game, Nobody should ever. You can't. You don't take that away from them just because they got smacked around by a team that's clearly better than them. We that. all we all know the gap. There's a huge gap in between the Philadelphia Eagles and the New York Giants. And uh, you know what, dude? It's it's fine. The, the Giants are in year one of this thing, okay? And they they got to the divisional round in year one, okay? With a very limited talent pool. For lack of a better term, okay, you should look yeah. at this this wide receiving core that they have. The guys on this offensive line, outside of Andrew Thomas, you know, they got a couple of guys on a defensive line, but there's there's a big dirt, there's a big lack of talent on this team, and they still managed to win nine games in a, and a playoff game. That you don't nothing that happened on Saturday night takes away from how much fun this season was and how you should feel about Dable and Shane. And, and if you changed your mind about Andrew, uh, uh, Andrew, Andrew Jones, Andrew Jesus, Jones. uh, Daniel Jones, he's still, if you, he's still the quarterback in my eyes. These guys yeah. that the that Mara hired are still in my eyes, the right guys. Did look, did, did Brian Dable have a good game on Saturday night? No, he didn't, but nah. you know what? It's gonna happen. You do you want to get out coached against a division rival in a divisional playoff game? No, you don't. But it's also growing pains for him being a first year head coach. So you know, people that are out there are like, oh, I I wouldn't even want to make the playoffs if that's how would. You're stupid, number one. Okay, yeah, you always want to make the playoffs. Like we argued with Yankee fans about this in 2021 when they are like I'd rather miss the playoffs than be a wild card no you wouldn't shut up nah. because the alternative is that you don't have a chance to win whereas you do have a chance to win and yes yeah, giant fans you know a lot of us we got we we got ourselves lost in this dream okay well it turned out to be a, a nightmare on saturday night but it do, I, but again i wouldn't trade that for anything, because this was a really fun year. I was at the Colt game when they when they clinched the postseason. Okay, that was that mm. was one of my most fun memories of being a Giant fan. Especially in, the, especially in the last ten years and being, you know, watching that playoff game when they beat Minnesota. Okay, that was that was a lot of fun. Great, man. Yeah. You don't you don't get you don't get to take those moments for granted, especially when your team hasn't been. Anywhere near a semblance of an NFL team for the last ten years. Okay, so I'm per. Like I said last week, the Minnesota game was the one that I wanted. I was okay with whatever happened on Saturday, and not that I wanted to lose to the Eagles again, but you know right. it's over. We now we where do we go from here? Okay, so now we really see what this regime is made of. There's a lot of hard decisions to make. Jones, Saquon Barkley, right. you know, Dexter Lawrence. There's a whole bunch of guys that are, that are going to need contracts. They obviously need offensive help. Daniel Jones needs weapons. They need help. Why? They, they need linebackers. You saw that. It was so evident on Saturday night that they had nobody in, in you know, in that middle portion of the field there mm-hmm. to, to control anything that the Eagles were doing. But you know what? It was still a very successful year. Okay, and I don't – and, and okay. you know, uh, okay. Okay. does, does – does uh yeah, Mike Frances is tweeting like, oh, does that ruin the what the Giants accomplished in 2022 in a word? Yes. Uh, no, it doesn't. Okay, and if you feel that way, I don't know what to tell you other than you just have the wrong type of expectations in life, okay? Because for a team to get to where they got with this talent level in, in year one – They could have lost eighty to nothing, and I would still be telling you the same exact thing that Saturday night takes away nothing from what the Giants accomplished this year. And I'm, I haven't been this excited (laughs) for the New York Giants' an upcoming season since Eli Manning was under center, like in his heyday. Okay, so I'm, I'm back. Like I'm back being fully invested in this team. Like
2: that's the definition. Uh, real quick, super chat from Fred Flintstone's bodyguard. Thanks for the super chat. Oh, really? Would, yeah, but that was he said. Uh-huh. Uh, I love oh, Danny thanks. Dimes, but the Giants won't win a Super Bowl with him. Unfortunately, well, it's you're looking. Wrong. It's I looking like we have to beat Mahomes and Burrow. Wow, we'll, well get there.
1: Dimes. I mean, that's a that's a good would, would you compare
2: to have if the you, Giants were
1: in a position to be able to face either one of
2: those guys? Would you compare? Because I can't put myself... I'm not a
1: fair, First of all, I'm not a fair weather
2: fan. <laughs> oh, Don't that's say stuck. that shit. Oh, my God. Nah, you're not. You're a good fan. Can, would you compare... Because oh, I can't put myself in your shoes to say, like, I was... I understand where you're coming from, and you're coming from a more um, sensitive place this, this season, and I understand that. But I can't fully put myself in your shoes to say, like, I was, you know, win the Minnesota game, and I'm good after that. Would you compare it kind of to the 2017 Yankees, despite them being so close, but like kind of just playing with house money at that point? Like they had no, they had no, they didn't, they shouldn't that have been year, where they were.
1: Now here's the, look, the Yankees. That was year one, right? That was right. year one for them. They right. And we be, weren't expecting that. They got the Game 7 ALCS, but I think it's a little... The Yankees' talent, there was not this big of a gap in, in, the, in the talent here. Now, mm-hmm. here's the difference. But here, here's where the Giants need to be different than the Yankees. Don't take a step backwards next year, which could right. be a very real mm-hmm. possibility right. for them because of how this team needs to be constructed going forward and the way they have to reset their cap, and now they have to pay their quarterback and all right. those sort other of things. So the, the, Yanke- the Giants could actually... You know, they could take a step back next year, but don't do that. You know, keep moving forward. Keep building.
2: I truly believe it. And again, you know, I don't watch a lot of football, but from what I watch of them and and Dayball, I don't think he allows that to happen. I think that that's why you can be so optimistic. Well, it might not
1: be up to him because, you know, Joe Shane's got a lot of tough decisions to make on the the personnel. (laughs) No, I
2: understand. But my point is, I feel like what Dayball brings to the Giants, Aaron Boone still lacks in no, the clubhouse. You wanted, in in the, first in the of Yankees all, Clubhouse.
1: There's a huge difference between Brian Dable, Coach Dabes, okay, and fucking moron Aaron Boone. All right. First of all, Aaron Boone is just a is just a garbage individual for what he said Saturday morning or whenever he was asked. And look, people are attacking me like, what do you want him to be a giant? I don't care who he roots for. But it just shows the it just shows the level of stupidity of this guy that you're going right. to go out there and say something like that in the town that you work for, if, that you work in, knowing the majority of your fan base is fans of this team. Also, I don't, I didn't
2: see what he said.
1: He said that somebody asked him, and he said, "Oh, I think the Eagles win, and I think it'll be easy." Was he right? Yeah, he was right. But you don't say that. You have yeah. to be more diplomatic than that when you work in the same city
2: as. Is he these an Eagles guys. fan? Yeah, he's an Eagles
0: fan. So you're saying he should take the like Jimmy Fallon approach, but Jimmy Jimmy Fallon big Red Sox fan, but he's old. he's wearing he wears the Yankee gear. No, oh, because, he's just look, a wearing Yankee hats. Oh god. Oh, god.
1: He is a cuck. okay? Go ahead. There, here's how people like here's how I compare it to people. If the Giants were playing the San Francisco 49ers, we all know that Aaron Judge is a huge Niners fan. Right? Right? Okay. Aaron all right, Judge, good you think, comparison. You think Aaron Judge would have went out there and say, "Yeah, I think the 49ers are going to win by 49" 49 points or some you know something crazy like that. No, here's what Aaron Judge would say. Either avoid the topic completely, saying, I think it'll be a good game, we'll see what happens. Or, you know, I respect the Giants, uh, I think it'll be a really good game, but I got to pull for my 49ers, right? Okay. He would never say something like that. I think and you're being just, a little
2: butthurt over it.
1: I'm not being, no, because I just, first of all, I don't like Aaron Boone. And it's just another <laughs> stupid thing that comes out of his mouth. Where I, he doesn't need to be managing his there team you. anymore.
2: Well, what would you rather him say? Uh, we are going to start banging. <laughs> the Eagles are going to win, and they're going to win easy. Or Aaron Hicks is my starting left fielder.
1: No, obviously, I would rather him <laughs> openly pull for the Eagles like that. And we're going to get to that in, in a little bit later on here. But uh, maybe if it was, maybe if it was a manager I had a little bit more respect for. It wouldn't bother me so much, but it's because I have no respect for Aaron Boone at the moment, and I'm watching the other team that I root for have a guy in place that is maximizing Mm. the talent of the guys that he has under his control, okay? You can say that the Yankees have more talent than the Giants do if you're just I know you can't compare apples to apples here, but you would say if you look at the teams on paper, the Yankees are a much more talented team in baseball than the Giants are in football, right?
0: Yeah, on paper, are you sure.
1: But the Brian Dable gets every last ounce out of this team, whereas right. you look at Aaron Boone, you don't feel like he's getting every last no. ounce out of this Yankee team.
2: You feel like he's the, the team therapist who sits down and just lets the guys kind of walk all over him or, or- – talk about the so a Yankee
1: and Giant fan, right? As a Yankee and Giant fan like I am. Mm-hmm. So now the last two times that we I've heard I've heard Aaron Boone speak in between, but the last two times I heard him speak in reference to games that teams I before are playing, this is what he's done. He's showed the 2022 Yankees highlights of the organization's greatest failure to motivate them, mm-hmm. and then he went in the same town that he works for and said the team that most of his fans root for was going to get their ass kicked. So you tell me how I'm supposed to feel about that. Not the guy's a fucking idiot.
2: You might know what his answer should have been, actually, if you really just want to get down to it. His answer should have been, at- I really don't care. I'm only focused on winning a World yeah. Series because it's been, <laughs> so many, be- it's been so many fucking that years now been great answer. that me... Talking about anything but preparing my team to win a World Series is actually embarrassing.
1: That's that would be
2: how's that answer?
0: uh, (laughs) To see almost root against New York teams to make sure that they aren't making it to the championship. Do you think, like, yeah, he he
2: doesn't want to look bad? Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So, you think.
1: You think that if the Giants would have made it to the NFC title game then that he would have, would have, made have bumped, him look he would have
0: said a, he would have had like a 49ers quote.
1: Yeah. That would have been that would have been interesting. Yeah. Do you think that he openly roots against every team in the town? So it's, he It's gets, not hard to do. Until
2: yeah. as close as they got. Until the Yankees win a World Series, he he can't right. handle it.
1: Who's happy? I think he might have been the happiest guy in the room when the Mets got knocked out by the Padres.
2: Who's the last New York Major New York team to Win the a Giants. chance Come on Yeah the Giants 2012? 2012 Yeah But that was really the 2011 season right 2011 season yeah sure. Jesus Christ Did the
1: Rangers get to a cup in between there The Rangers <laughs> got to a cup in what 2015
2: And they got
0: swept maybe They didn't get sw- They played the Kings I Didn't say. they? Did they lose to the Devils in the
2: Kings or Blackhawks Yeah Blackhawks no, I feel
1: awesome. like the Rangers got to a cup After the Giants won a Super Bowl Yeah they Bowl. did They did so,
2: but that, but it's been a,
1: it's still been a while. We're going on like eight, nine years now since any team from New York has gotten. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Do we count FC, FC <laughs> on, or whatever? FC NYC or whatever <laughs> no, it's called. I don't know. Didn't Deliberty make it to a championship or something? Oh, are we, yeah, we, are we showing her misogyny by not bringing that up? Probably. <laughs> so just to put a bow on on this here and it'll segue into what we're doing tonight is that the new york giants now have to build through the draft they need they need wide receivers and linebackers they need help right okay mm-hmm. so the yankees through the past few years have kind of been building through the draft we've seen the uh the names right we all know who they are and we're going to talk about them for right now because uh we're, we're gonna do something for the first time ever here. It's called Beast or bust. And I was a little disappointed in the polls. We ran polls. We don't, i I went to we I, I gotta thank Pete for this. He found this for me because i I don't know why I was having the hardest time finding an updated list of the Yankee prospect rankings. I took the one from baseball prospectus, took the top five guys we ran polls, beast or bust. For some reason, this did not resonate with our fan base. Uh, it got way way less votes than our normal polls do so I don't know plus I don't know if it's that it didn't resonate or that with Elon with the with the whole following it's you shit on Twitter I just don't feel like tweets are getting seen the same way
2: I also. think it, it's still being worked out but um, I don't know yeah because I looked on MLB dot com I think it was and right. they had a completely different top five than you
1: I will admit that, since I'm the media, okay, that I, I can skew the narrative to push what I want.
2: Okay, right? I thought
1: so. So I purposely took baseball prospectus because it included Spencer Jones. Right, and all right. Wanted,
2: you wanted a I pitcher. Wanted,
1: no, it had nothing to do with a mm. pitcher, but I, Spencer Jones is an outfielder. outfielder. You know that, well, right?
2: yeah, kind of, so. not really. What do you mean kind
1: of not really? I asked you to do some homework. Yeah,
2: huh? yeah, and you should... Uh... And you should. All right, Chris, I'm going to give you your homework back. Just try to no, <laughs> do it. No. <laughs> it uh, who's uh, Will Will Warren, I'm thinking of.
1: Yes. All yeah, right. Will there
2: Warren. Back on track.
1: So you could have got OK plus OK or OK minus. In this, no, you, you want to know. know
2: why I got confused with Spencer Jones? Because you know he mm-hmm. had uh, Tommy John, right? Right. There's a lot of guys that have gotten Tommy
1: John in the Yankee system. wonder why.
2: Yeah, I wonder why.
1: Right. So... Um, And the other reason why I was disappointed in the polls is that outside of Will Warren, they were very overwhelming in uh, votes for Beast. Okay, so I don't know. I was hoping that they they would be a little bit more divisive, but they weren't.
2: Well, we can Uh, bring some more context to them. So uh, we'll
1: start with... uh, with, um, Actually... um, yeah. We'll start with Will Warren here. Okay. He's the number five on baseball prospectus, He's the number five ranked Yankee prospect. He's a right-handed pitcher. Uh, the, the vote came in at 52% for beast. Um, I'll, I'll start here. He's a, he's a sinker slider guy, which mm-hmm. is kind of what the Yankees want. You know, if you notice the guys that they're bringing in, they're, they're two seam hard, two seam guys with sliders. Uh, it doesn't seem like he has the uh, like the Clay Holmes two seamer, which is like ninety eight, ninety nine, or or uh, or the code that throws ninety eight, ninety nine. From the scouting report I read, he's more sitting around like ninety two, ninety three, can get it to ninety five. Um, he projects as a starting pitcher. Okay, right? that's why we were hearing a lot. Of people were like, "Oh, Dominguez and Warren for Reynolds," because this is now that you traded Medina and and Waldachuck and uh, Wesneski, you traded all those guys. This guy is now ascended to be the top pitcher in the Yankees organization. So he should be a double-A this year uh, with an impact – they call him impact dates, right? I think that's what it's called, of 2024. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he's he's not – maybe not helping the team this year. But he's a guy that, based on what I read, maybe he's like a 3-4 type guy. Maybe he's not a front-end type guy. But why I vote bust on Will Warren – is because the Yankees don't develop fucking starting pitchers, okay? So I have – I I don't – out of all the guys on the list, this is Will Warren's the guy I know the least amount about. He's the one I had to read the most about. Mm-hmm. But based on – nothing to do with him, just based on the Yankees, it's a bust. He's going to be a bust for me.
2: Yeah, I was going to say automatically for me it was a bust because of the same exact reason – Unless this guy, and this would still be questionable, unless the guy had like a one ERA with a bunch of strikeouts, nasty stuff, would I even consider voting Beast for a pitching prospect in the New York Yankees organization? His numbers, from what I remember, were decent. He had like a low three ERA, I believe. He had 129 innings pitched. Um but overall, he's he's going to be. First of all, he'll probably they'll probably end up when they do finally bring him up. He'll be a bullpen guy.
1: There, uh, yeah, that's another good point. They could Clark Schmidt him.
2: They yeah, absolutely will. Like him, they he'll absolutely be will because he profiles that same exact way. Um, and and or he's just a guy that gets lost in the system. He just slips through the cracks. There's no way this guy's a beast, and he's there's no way this guy's someone who. The Yankees nurture properly. I'm well, going, I go bust.
0: Yeah, you go bust there. The upside is, is that he does. The scattering report shows that he has an above-average slider, and that isn't that the Sh- pitch that sliders. Sliders, sliders. Sliders, sliders, That's the pitch that a lot of uh, in the in the Yankee system they kind of try to force. No, that's what they're teaching right now. They're forcing them to throw that pitch. So that's a pitch that the Yankees, you know, push their guys to throw. He throws it very well. You could. Top out at 98 on a four seamer, but he sticks with that two seamer most mostly. So I, I don't know if he'll end up as a starter, but I could see him having success up here as a reliever. Um, You know, I'm going to change up. I'm going to go with a beast. For you're, a little go, Warren. you're beasting I'm, it. I'm going beast. He's got wow. this last name, Warren. Maybe that's a good luck charm. Adam Warren. Does he have any relation there? <laughs> that's <laughs> Hopefully you know, not. Adam
1: Warren was very mid though, dude. Like, I'm be- very. Uh, you wouldn't call Adam Warren a beast?
0: I'm banking on the slider being a really good pitch for him. And, you know, he hasn't had Tommy John yet.
2: Yet. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Adam Warren announced bit, it, so officially announced his retirement. And my response yeah, in my head was, okay. Like, <laughs> who you asked? Have, you have to announce did? it? dude."
1: Yeah, I could have sworn he retired like six times. Yeah, already. but then,
2: remember the Yankees signed him again?
1: Yeah, they did because right. he, <laughs> <laughs> he had Tommy Johnson.
2: Oh, man.
1: They stashed him. All right. Up next is the number four ranked prospect, and that's outfielder Jason Dominguez. Right? You want to start off with, All right. with, with, with him?
0: Yeah, he's gonna be a bust, dude, big time. Now, I don't know because he's only nineteen years old. I know that's he's, like he's like, actually twenty right now. Twenty now? Uh, yeah. No, he he's turning he's 20. twenty. I just looked it up. He's twenty. He's turning twenty in about two weeks. His birthday's February seventh. Is it why yeah. did it tell me that he was 20 then? Because it rounded, it rounded, but you know, he's
2: he's still a teenager. It was Fred. Uh, uh is it Jason?
0: <laughs> has good, good speed. His speed has actually kind of decreased a it, bit the last couple of years because he bulked up a bit. Why
1: would it round up like that? That's so stupid. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it shouldn't do that, but you know. I don't know. I I just I, I don't really like the track record with this guy. It's he he comes out being compared to Mantle and Mike Trout, and it's kind of just slowly dwindled a bit as the years have gone on. I'll go with the bust. He'll never be able to really find himself in New York. High strikeout
2: rate. It's I don't see him translating well. Chris, what do you got? I personally think if. And I have a weird feeling he's not even going to be a Yankee in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. I really think. Here's what I think. I think that Cashman could have traded him so many times for for big time names.
1: Well, you did hear the rumor that came out today. No. Uh, that he was offered for Luis Castillo.
2: Wow. Oh, okay. So at least he's offering him. And I think that Cashman will eventually Pull the trigger on something, and it won't be for the right guy. <laughs> kind of like Justice Sheffield, correct? I think that if he does stay a Yankee and make his debut and come up in the big leagues, that he will be a beast for this team. I really do. You think he, you
1: think he'll be a beast?
2: Yeah, I really do. This kid's so young and he's so talented. Um, I really do. And, and one thing we got to give Cashman credit for is his ability to sign these guys with the international money and this, he, he
1: likes, he likes the international slot, slot money. money.
2: Yeah. And uh, <laughs> this dude looks like he could be something big, but like I said, I just have a weird feeling. He's he, he'll be the guy, the Yankees give up in a big trade before any of the other top prospects. And I just don't see him here in a couple of years, but, like I said, if he is, I go, I go beast on him. I'm, I, I've, I've been
1: vocal about this for a few weeks now, uh, and I'll f- put the official stamp on it. I got bust for Jason Dominguez. Wow, there's just something about him that is not resonating with me right now, and maybe it's because when he got called up to Double A last year, he struggled mightily. And uh, really, when he got to AAA and started working with, believe it or not, Harrison Bader a little bit when Bader was rehabbing, it's kind of uh, turned the season around there. Uh, he went down to the Winter League and he didn't do much down there either. I mean, he was striking out uh, against five, uh, 59-year-old Octavio Dotel. That's, that's a joke. That's great. But, but no, he really didn't do much down there. Um, to me, all right. This kid is nicknamed the Martian, right? right? I've said this before. Martians are things that are out of this world, okay? So if you come up here and you're 22, 23 years old, that's not out of this world, okay? That's a guy that that's a prospect that didn't go to college and went through the system.
2: Well, to, know, be Juan fair, Soto, to be fair, the Yankees really they they wait way too long to call these kids up. I mean, who knows? It's not like back in the day where G how old was Jeter when he came up?
1: Yeah, it have been what? 20, 20.
2: Yeah. Something like you that. know, we don't see that much anymore. We don't see oh, guys you know. come but, up at 20 you, and make a name for is themselves. Juan, is
1: Juan Soto special?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Juan Soto's very special, but maybe oh, he was 19 years old. But when he got may- yeah. Up. Well, maybe that has something to do with how special he is. Maybe calling him up when he was so young has something to do with it.
1: So if this kid is that special, why is he oh, No, well that maybe that's where not, he is right now.
2: Well, maybe the Yankees are. That's part of their problem. Maybe they let these guys sit and 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 waste in the minor leagues when sometimes with talent like that, you have to challenge it and you have to call them up and. And see what they have. He's not ready. I'm
1: telling you, he's not. He could. He's not ready to be a fine. Major I'm not saying player. right now.
2: Maybe give him one more year.
1: I don't see it. To me, I just don't have that feeling about him. That he's going to be somebody that is going to come up here and impact the Yankees for ten years, be another cornerstone of this team. I don't. My mind is that I just don't feel this about him, and it's just all these little things that I keep seeing that adding up with him that are just not – it's just not computing with me. And you keep hearing, you know, these little trickles now that he's been offered. We see how Brian Cashman treats the guys that he mm-hmm. values the most, right? And it's funny, though, that on the same day, um, Andujar <laughs> and Justice Sheffield got DFA'd. Was it Saturday? Yeah. got DFA'd? Yeah. It's, they uh, were, I didn't they see were, that
0: Sheffield got DFA'd. I just yeah. saw that Andujar did.
1: Uh they were once, I think, in twenty eighteen, or they, they were, were
2: top prospects, and
1: they were three and four in the system. Wow! So wow. that's, that's crazy. why I keep telling. That's why I keep telling everybody: if there's deals to be done, you do mm-hmm. them. But right. I don't. I just don't trust Jason Dominguez. He's a bust for me.
2: Wow! wow.
1: I, I, don't, I and like you said, to be honest with you, I think, like you said, bro, I think eventually he'll be the one that gets traded. Yeah. So he'll be somewhere else for sure. And I won't, and honestly, I won't be upset over it because I just, if he goes out there and becomes Mickey Mantle for somebody else, whatever.
2: It probably wouldn't and have happened here anyway. In pincher
1: It probably wouldn't have happened anyway. And the fans, uh, the fan vote was 79% beast for him. Okay. Uh, the Yankees' third-ranked prospect is outfielder Spencer Jones. He, they were the, he was the first-round pick for the Yankees last year, and they vote. And the vote was 85 percent beast for Spencer Jones. Chris, you want to start with him?
2: Uh yeah, he's um he's got a good bat. He's got a pretty decent average from what I remember. He had a pretty decent average. Uh, what he what he bat for something? He came he, uh, uh, he
0: three forty-four last year and. I guess high A, high A ball, yeah, he was a in high ball. A
2: last year. Yes, yeah. Um. Um, again, I, I just—it's so difficult for me. Y- you really, when you're doing this in the Yankees organization, it's so tough to, to rate them in a vacuum, just looking at stats and scouting reports, because not to be negative, but time and time again, we've seen guys like Spencer Jones just. Not come to fruition, or not get called up when they should have gotten called up, um, or how many times have we seen the Yankees with these top prospects that are just on the on the fence of being ready, but instead the Yankees call up, you know, a a, a top twenty guy, or guy, a guy that's thirty or thirty five or whatever in their in their system instead to not expose them. And I feel like Spencer Jones is just going to be another, another one of those guys that just, when he does come up, it, his it's just not going to work out for him here. I, I you have to be, you have to be a true superstar, which is why I like Jason Dominguez and why I vote uh, Beast for him, because even though he struggles and even though he maybe be still immature, I think he has the quality to be a superstar, and I don't see that with Spencer Jones. I go bust.
1: Well, I am total disagreement with you on that one. I think Spencer Jones is a beast. I think he's going to be a beast. He's went to college, so he's more mature. He's going to be the first one uh, out of Dominguez and uh, what do you call it? Him and Dominguez. So he should be the one that gets to this team the fastest. Uh, it's not a and there's another reason why I'm down on Dominguez is that you know Spencer Jones has leaped him in a few of these rankings. Uh, that he's a higher ranked prospect in him. The the knock on Spencer Jones from a lot of the the uh, scouting reports that I read is he's got a lot of swing and miss in his game, mm-hmm. and uh, and obviously that's not something that we want. It's uh, it's been killing the Yankees in the postseason, but this is a five tool guy, bro. He's great he graved down as a five tool guy. Okay, and when and do we, we
2: see him? 2025. Oh, 2025. Right. No way. No way. You think we see
1: him I this year? There's a legitimate chance that you could see it, especially if the Yankees don't make any moves for a left fielder. There's a legitimate chance you could see him this year. I believe that. Is he
2: on the 40 man though. No, they'd have to put it's him like, on the 40. I man. think Everson Pereira will get the chance. Over so yeah, anybody in the he's system. so great. We don't have a, we don't have an outfielder. He's so great. We don't have an outfielder. He's not, he's not uh-huh. even on the 40 man.
1: He doesn't
0: and, have
2: to be. And, on the and 40 how old man. is he? And how old is he?
1: He's got to be what, 24? No, he's got to be a little bit older.
2: Pull him he up when he's 30.
1: 21. I got it. I got it. He's 21. So he's, yeah, but he's 21. more mature at 21 since he went to college, you know? Right. Um, well, he six, did get
0: Tommy John. Don't forget that.
1: Six oh, that seven. That is true. He's six seven. He's, he's, he's a big boy, just like Aaron Judge. He's a center fielder. They say he's Whether a great he's, outfielder, too. Well, I just um, said that he, I just told you that he, he yeah. projects as a five tool guy. Oh, he grades out as a five tool guy. <clears throat> You know the Yankees drafted him and stuck him right in the minor leagues. He, he came out swinging, you know. So I got I got a I got a good feel like just like I don't have a good feeling about Dominguez. I got a good feeling about Spencer Jones. I really do. Uh, and I if he can be a guy that can help this team this year, that would be that. I, I don't see it. I don't think the Yankees will do it because again it's the Yankees. But you know you could look at him possibly as. You know, especially if they let, especially if they let Bader, if they don't extend Bader. He could be in the mix to be uh, an outfielder next year on this team. Mm-hmm.
2: He was originally drafted by the Angels, right? And then he chose yes. to go to college,
1: just like Judge did. Wow.
0: Yes, uh, he played a little uh, first base at, at Vanderbilt too. So oh, anyone to that, play first. Got that in there. But yeah, I didn't. From just reading up a little bit on him, I didn't like the the strikeout rate. But the one thing that really stood out is that he never he rarely pulls the ball and as a lefty that's the last thing that's the last guy i want on this team a lefty that doesn't pull the ball well what yankee if he hits stadium. for
1: contact though
0: no he, but i he so might he does hit for hard contact so there is I that read
1: that about, about it, and i actually like it i like a lefty okay. that's not pull happy at yankee stadium
3: We've I do seen too, it. but not a We've power seen guy it. though.
1: We've seen it ruin guys, but dude, we—if he's okay. that—he—if he's that strong, he's that big, he can easily go. I mean, it's not going to be a lot for him to go hit the ball up the middle in, in the gaps, of, you know, into left field over there. So no,
2: that's I mean, why, why I good. like Benintendi yeah. on this team. I liked having a lefty like that who hit for contact.
0: Yeah, but he was a contact guy. I don't think Spencer Jones profile, although he does have high batting average numbers. I don't think he's going to profile as a contact guy.
1: I mean, he could, but he again, could. Do you I think he, you, you got to see you got I want to see
0: more of him in, in with some some better pitching.
1: Okay, that's fair. And I think yes. uh, that's all fair, but I I like him as a I like yeah. him as a beast, okay?
0: Nice build though. Huh? Six he's foot a, seven. He's a big guy. Big 25.
1: But if you, you told me he Jeez. had the swing and miss and was pull happy, I would I, I would feel differently about him, but okay. the fact that he does not—he's not a pull happy hitter. Yeah, it's almost it
0: impressive me, in a way. that He is able to do that. <laughs> well, you know, Christian, look, Mark
1: I, I know Mark Teixeira was right, like a 280, was 300. Thinking. Yeah, you know, Mark Teixeira was a, a very good hitter. Yeah, right. and you could tell me shift this, shift that. No, he got to Yankee Stadium and he became pull happy, and he turned himself into a two twenty hitter. So, right.
2: someone saying Judge and Jones in the chat went to the same school. uh, didn't know that same high school i don't know
1: no is he's not is he from linden california he's from
2: california wow if that's true that's pretty cool um i know you said this christian but i just want to reiterate that sometimes that left that right field porch just really gets to to lefty batters with high guys who come here with that can hit for average or, you know, contact. And then all of a sudden they hit a mm-hmm. few home runs and then they're, they're trying to yank everything.
1: Well, that's,
0: yeah. Well, right. Well, the Jones judge, um, they're they, calm, they, they played together and saw for. They didn't play together. They played for the same summer ball team. The Brewster white Oh my white God. The, <laughs> the Brewster white caps of the Cape Cod league is the same Cape team. Yeah. that judge played for almost 10 years earlier.
1: Hmm. Yeah, Spencer Jones didn't he's from California but he didn't go to uh, he didn't go to, to that high school same I wouldn't high school. mind
0: a Brewster whitecap
1: okay or whitecock or a whitecock <laughs> you Well this Spencer Jones is dead but that's not who we're talking about no. okay All right yeah. okay, uh, okay. Uh, before we get to the final two here we've been teasing this for a couple of weeks now. Uh, some leaked audio uh, from Brian Cashman. Chris, do you want to go ahead and play one of those clips right now?
2: Sorry, I had to queue it up. Yeah, uh, play playing the first one here? Yeah, go All ahead. Right, okay.
3: So I was uh, sitting down uh, having a chat with Omar and uh, SGB, and we were talking about uh, possible organizational changes and uh so we Uh, now um, now when you say omar you're talking about uh newly hired omar manaya uh yeah that's correct yeah uh and sgb oh what's that yeah uh no that's uh no no, that's just Uh, a little uh acronym nickname i've come up with for newly hired uh brian sabian uh okay. just felt that you know we both have the same first name that brian that it would be uh best yeah, okay. to give him an, an acronym sgb stands for scout guy bry <laughs> oh, all right scout guy bry look at that look at that okay. Okay. so
1: that was that was from what i understand Part one of three parts that we were able to obtain leaked audio, of, yeah, uh, never cash before Man. heard audio of Cashman and Francesa talking to each other. Right.
3: Okay, yeah, talking about
1: the new hires,
0: him. pretty cool. I, I just like don't,
2: it. I don't think it was on record, but Francesa kept the recording.
0: Right, yeah, they didn't realize that they were started the recording of uh, the. Podcast. But Francesa's
1: Italian, bro. Doesn't he know that you don't record people without their consent, dude? You get killed for that shit.
0: Okay. Not, uh, if they did it in New Jersey, only one party needs to know who, that someone is recording. So maybe Mike's finding some loopholes. Yeah, holes. but I
1: have watched the Sopranos, bro. I just I know that right. you don't, okay, you don't yeah. make it through. I, don't, I know you may, you don't make it through for that. Yeah, man. there's no loopholes right. in the Sopranos. True. All right. So uh, speaking of organizational changes, this would this would represent an organizational change, I guess you could say. If the number two ranked prospect on baseball prospectus list for New York Yankees uh, is the starting shortstop on opening day and that is Oswald Peraza. Um, if I said did I say this it was an 85 percent but beast for uh no, you D- didn't
0: say Oh uh, no you didn't say that for Jones.
1: Uh, Ryan what did you go end up going with that for him
0: Uh bust bust. Yeah, the only one I like was. him. I like him though. I and I, you did kind of sway me with the idea that he is it kind of almost works well that he's a an opposite field guy that strikes out a lot. That that's a kind of if there is a good combo that that would be a good one. So I, I don't know. I like your analysis there, but I'm I'm sticking with
1: bust. Right, so. Uh-huh. so now on uh, on this poll that we ran for Oswald Praza. somebody's like, well, why didn't you vote option C somewhere in the middle because I don't care because yeah, you could literally, literally put all these guys somewhere <laughs> in the middle. I want I want you to take a hard right. stand on okay. this here. Beast or bust, Oswald Peraza, shortstop. Uh, it was 85% for uh, Beast on Peraza. I'll start. I'm going Beast. I'm going opening day shortstop for him. I okay. saw enough from what he... I don't need to read scouting reports. I saw what I saw out of him last mm-hmm. year. This guy is a great defensive shortstop. He's going to hit enough to be a major league baseball player. Whether or not he has power, it doesn't matter. And a lot of people are saying that he's going to be a punch and Judy hitter. I don't care. You hit 300 and play that defense, you could hit two home runs. It doesn't matter. Because, because what did IKF hit last year? Four home runs? And he batted 260. Yeah, he did it in and he the last was,
2: two games of the year.
1: And he was fucking atrocious, that shortstop. Okay. So give me a natural shortstop that has the potential to hit 300. Yeah. That's a beast in my book. Oswald Peraza is my shortstop. He's a beast.
0: Yeah, you pump me up there. I'm going beast two for him, especially from what we saw in the playoffs last year. I was kind of bummed out that they benched him toward the end, right? And that against the uh, Astros and the. ALCS, his defense to come up and you know start your Yankee career in that under the spotlight that like that and to look like you've been a shortstop in this league for a decade that's that can't be easy to do. So the fact that he was able to do that in a high pressure situation, you give him six months of a regular season, he'll find himself and be a nice supplement to to the power of this lineup.
2: Here's my and they just be
0: a great glove too, which is the which is the big thing that this team has been missing at shortstop for too long now.
2: Here is my biggest issue with Peraza. How many shortstops have the Yankees passed up on? Eighty.
0: Yeah, for, at least
2: almost ten. For who? Not oh. for him, right? Okay. I personally don't think he's the starting shortstop on opening day. I hope I am wrong. I hope I am mm-hmm. just being negative. I hope I'm just expecting this team to do the same thing that they would do every other year and that I'm wrong. I don't see it. I think IKF being on this team is the starting shortstop. You know how the Yankees love to make their veterans feel important, regardless of if they deserve to be there. IKF, just like they did all year last year, telling us how great he was will, will most likely be our starting shortstop in my opinion. However, Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily think that's the reason why Peraza won't be the starting shortstop. I think it will be more about the Yankees not wanting to put him out there on opening day because that's a statement. And I don't think the Yankees want him to be their shortstop. Now, what if you put this kid out there and he has a superstar season at shortstop, offensively and defensively? Mm. What do you do? because you just passed up so you're telling me now you passed up on all these shortstops for Anthony Volpe but now you have a su- superstar out there who you actually called up while Volpe rots in in the minor leagues and then what you're going to move him have we not seen this before mm. have we not seen this script what are you going to do i don't think the Yankees put themselves in that situation because they don't want they don't want to look bad I don't think they want Yankee fans to sit there and say, "This is my no, shortstop," just like you are saying. If
1: IKF is the fucking shortstop, I yeah, don't. Yeah, but they don't think that way. They don't think that way.
2: They think, yeah, right now we might look bad, <laughs> but wait till we call up Volpe in four years. Wait until he's the shortstop. If
1: the, look, you might have had a point last year, but you could see that the Yankees are affected by the, the fans now. Okay, you've seen in the way that they operate in this in this off season.
2: I think talent wise. He's a beast. I don't, tr- again, don't know if I trust the Yankees to let that play out. But I'll, I will stay optimistic with Peraza because I really like his, just his ability, especially defensively. We didn't get to see a lot of him offensively, but when he did get consistent at bats, he was, you could see what kind of swing he had. But,
1: hit, I'm pretty sure he hit over 300. In but the of time but that just, was-
2: just defensively. He would be one of the one of the best defensive shortstops we've seen in pinstripes in a while.
1: I know it was only fifty seven at plate appearances, but he hit three hundred six last year. So and yeah, and a lot of that came
2: a lot of that came towards the end of the year when he was getting consistent at bats, and he started to really fucking rake. And we were actually we were actually debating would he be in the in the lineup in the playoffs.
1: Well, he should have been in the fucking He should have been. Day. Yeah,
2: he should have been.
1: Well, there's there's a lot of layers to this, and here's the final layer. And here's one of the layers, and that's the number one ranked Yankee prospect, and that's Anthony Volpe. And the vote for Anthony Volpe was a little bit lower than some of these other guys, but still overwhelmingly beast by the fans. And it was 78%. All right?
2: Did you want to get to another clip before we... Uh
1: no, we'll, we'll get okay. to a clip after we, we wrap up this segment here. So, uh, Rye, you want to start with Anthony Bolpe?
0: Well, just for this, my own sake, I'm going beast. Because if he's not, then all this, the, the last five or so years of this guy has been a complete waste of time. So hopefully he pans out. I love the, the best thing about him is what I've seen from him off the field. I like his demeanor, his approach to the game, the way he answers questions, very Jeter-like. Um give him some more opportunity at, at the triple a level this year to see what he's got. Hopefully he takes a step in the right direction and he's ready to go. And I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with the beast. You know, they have, they, they have, they, he uh-huh. has to uh-huh. be with all with the way that they've touted this kid. But <laughs> again, with that in mind, there's going to be a bunch of pressure on him to prove,
2: to prove uh, them. Right. So again, in uh-huh. a, in a vacuum, I say Volpe's a beast. I think he is going to be a superstar, but, the expectation they've they've put on him from the fans. Again, I just mentioned how many shortstops we passed up on in the middle of Garrett Cole's prime and Aaron Judge's prime. We're passing up on guys who could have put this team over the top. And we pass on them for Anthony Volpe, a guy who's should be great, but we haven't even seen him take a major league at bat. And now you have a little bit more pressure with Peraza, especially if he's going to be the starting shortstop. So if Peraza performs, and then Anthony Volpe comes up here and and he doesn't take off right off the bat, that's another layer of pressure. Yeah. So again, right. I think he's another kid who the Yankees just aren't handling properly. I, they say we, you know, we're not putting any pressure on him. Well, you did it in so many ways by passing up on so much talent when you could have really built this team around your big superstars in their prime, you chose not to, and you still haven't called this kid up. If they were going to call up Anthony Volpe for opening day and tell me he's our starting shortstop and just say, fuck it. This kid's that good. I'd have a completely different outlook, but again, talent wise, I think the kid's a beast. I just don't know if he'll ever live up to the expectations so I'm going ultimate bust. Okay, okay. He's a bust. You think? To, is that your real?
1: No, that's my real uh, uh, opinion. On are him. you higher and on Peraza that. than him? Absolutely. Why? Because there's no pressure on Oswald Peraza. But do
2: you think it, you're a little you're a little biased because you've seen Peraza and what he can do?
1: No, I, I'm biased, and I, I don't know is anti bias a word? I'm. Anti bias against him—that even makes any sense because of what the Yankees have done. This kid is under enormous pressure. I don't care what anybody says. When the Yankees punt on two shortstop classes of the type of guys that have went through this, the, the free agent market the last two years because of him, he—we've said it before—he can't be okay. He can't be a guy that makes a couple of all you know might sniff an all-star game here and there. Be be a be a you know like a major league. Starter. This kid needs to be a superstar. This kid needs to yep. be one of the top 10 to 15 yep. players in Major League Baseball based on the way the Yankees are hyping him. The Yankees are the ones that want him to be Derek Jeter. Now, he won't be because Aaron Judge is here, but can he be what Jorge Posada or Mariano Rivera? I know it's a pitcher, but can he be that 1A in the in what you hope is the next dynasty to Aaron Judge? That's what the Yankees want him to be. You know, that's a lot for somebody to live up to.
2: That's what you know? they, that's what they not just want him to be, that's what they think he is. That's what he needs to be. So, yeah.
1: He can't come up. Look, the reason why everybody that wants Glaber Torres gone wants Glaber Torres gone because he's not lived up to the number one prospect ranking that he had. Glaber Torres is a, Now, look, he was atrocious. You want to take 2020 and throw it out the window? That's fine. But he was atrocious in 2021. One of the worst everyday players in Major League Baseball. But maybe that's the outlier. Maybe what we've seen in him in the other years is that he's a legit Major League Baseball player, a legit starter in this league, a guy that is at the maybe not an all-star level, but right there at an all-star level, right? Anthony Volpe can't be Glaber Torres. He can't be that guy because he will be a disappointment, just mm-hmm. like Gleyber Torres is a disappointment because he hasn't hit what a number one prospect, excuse me, should hit. So ultimately, like, that's going to be a lot for him to live up to. I agree. You know, and because it's the Yankees and because they put all this pressure on him, I gotta. I'm going bust on him. <clears throat> That's just my opinion. I hope I'm wrong. Well, and you keep hearing, look, to me, and this might sound insane. This might legitimately sound insane. He's closer. He's closer to Miguel Andujar, Clint Frazier, than he is to being Aaron Judge.
2: What makes you say that?
1: Because he is the constantly the one guy that you keep hearing that the Yankees will not trade. He, he, isn't it?
2: Yeah, but why, why would, why would that make him, why? Because the
1: Yankees were always willing to go, to go one, but not both. You know, you kept hearing, oh, for Garrett Cole, right? They wanted Miguel and and Clint Frazier. The Yankees wouldn't go both. Now, both of those guys are, are, are out of the league, right? Yeah. Okay. The Yankees are willing to trade Jason Dominguez, but they won't go Dominguez and Volpe. They won't go and, Right. So he's this one guy. So I'm just, I'm just. Maybe it's PTSD from all this shit. But I'm just going. This is the one guy the Yankees won't go and to bring in somebody that they desperately need. How's that been working out for them?
2: Not good. Not good. And
1: again, if I told you that the Yankees could have had Luis Castillo on this team, and it would have cost them Dominguez and Volpe, would you have signed for? Would you sign the trade on the Yankees end? Yes. The Yankees are not signing those trades. The Yankees are not signing the trades where they have to do Dominguez and Volpe. That's scared to and again, that has nothing to really do with Anthony Volpe's ability as a baseball player. It's just the history of the Yankee organization. That scares me when he's the and guy, the guy that's keeping you from making moves. How's that been working out
2: for them? Yeah, I don't I don't disagree with you there. Yeah, you're making so, valid points.
1: That's why, like guys like Peraza and Volpe, I didn't really dive into their scouting reports because there's really no need to. It's it those are those are gut reaction type of things, right? Well, I've seen Oswald Peraza play major league baseball. I think he's going to be a hell of a major league baseball. I know short sample size, right? But mm-hmm. I see the natural ability he mm-hmm. has as a shortstop. Maybe Volpe has it too. Maybe he does, but. I just think the way the Yankees have acted, correct, is going to hinder him in some way, shape, or form. I hope I'm wrong.
2: I think that's the theme of this whole segment right now. Yeah, hope I'm if wrong. you if you if you take these guys in a vacuum and you and you're just basing it off of their ability and, and what kind of numbers they're putting up and how we think that will translate in the major leagues, I think all of them could be beasts.
1: There's another poll out there on a. Sh- I don't know. I can't remember where it was, but they also rated the top overrated prospects in Major League Baseball. Anthony Volpe, if he wasn't number one, he's in the top five.
2: Wow! Wow! Well, you know, and we and we he's got to have so- the talent. So if if he doesn't translate when he comes up to the major leagues, is that is that due to Again, just the Yankees. It can't really be due to the Yankees overhyping a prospect if overall he's ranked that high. So maybe then we can pinpoint that it's something to do with the Yankee organization. Maybe it's Look, they until- don't call him up soon enough. Maybe it's the way they're, they're progressing in the minor leagues. I don't know.
1: Until a guy outside of Aaron Judge hits... I don't mean hits with a baseball, I mean hits as being a star player, mm-hmm. you have to have a little bit, of, at least a little bit of doubt out of all these guys because the Yankees are not developing them. They're just not. That's true. Think about the guys that are close that have come up since Aaron Judges come up, that, that have been close, right? Luis Severino is probably the closest because he's not a superstar because he lacks talent. He's a, not a superstar because he can't stay healthy. If Seve would have been healthy through these past four or five years, he is it crazy to say that he's a top twenty pitcher in baseball?
2: No, not at all. Because in twenty eighteen, when he went on that his first half run, you saw what 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 he was capable of. He was in that time considered top five <laughs> top five starting pitcher in all baseball.
1: Yeah. So I mean. You have to look at it. The guy we you can cite them chapter and verse. The guys that have come up and failed. Gary Sanchez says that he he has to see a psychiatrist from the way he was treated around here. Okay, oh, you know, God. shouldn't make fun of his mental health, but you know that's that's the way he feels. You know, Greg Bird was supposed to be uh, Don Mattingly, and right. they, you know, think of think of all these guys,
2: man, like Clint Fraser, Ch- Chance Adams. Right, and you Jabba.
1: know, you, you want to say Jabba. that he, Jabba. I, I know you like but, but Jabba was Jabba's pre this era. Yeah, I know. I just wanted. To,
2: and Jabba was actually very, back. very successful and, in his yeah, time. Yeah, but they year. ruined him. Yes.
1: Yeah, they did ruin him. That was and yeah. who who came up with the, who came up with the Jabba rules?
2: Brian Cashman. Brian Cashman.
1: So. <laughs> uh, well, I think we have another clip ready to go from uh, from Brian Cashman.
2: That's right, let's roll. It. All right.
3: Okay. All right. So you mentioned uh, organizational changes, uh, right? When you were talking to Manier. Mm. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, anything you want to talk about here? Uh, okay. Uh, you know we are looking at possibly changing the uh facial hair policy but wow. uh you know only for the front office so uh, wow. that'll be kind of <laughs> grandfathered in a bit uh so you know we're not gonna make Manaya and uh sabian uh wear or you know shave their faces so you know they can. me you know, yeah, I do that. But you know that's anybody who has uh, been here does have to follow that uh, procedure. Oh, okay, so you're not gonna see. Uh, you, you're not gonna see Hal uh, with a with a ponytail. Right. Okay. No, you won't be allowed. <laughs> okay, you're not gonna see uh, Randall Levine with some mutton chops. No, nope. okay. <laughs> no, yeah, no sideburns. Oh, like pork chops. in him. Like pork chops. Hmm.
1: What? What? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Oh, could you imagine how coming to the next big press conference with a <laughs> rat tail? Imagine though. Could uh, could see it in the future. All right, so uh, before we get to the final segment of the show, uh, I want to bring this up here. The next event, NYY News TV Day Two, is on the books, fellas. Uh, April first, which is the second game of the season, which should be Carlos Rodon's. Uh, Yankee debut. The game is at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, which I didn't realize. It's a 4 o'clock start. NYY TV uh, NYY News TV Day 2 April 1st and we're in the Audi Club this year.
2: Uh, Food. Food for the whole game.
1: You can get into the club 90 minutes prior to first pitch and they have a 5-star rotating menu uh, that will last into the 7th inning. Uh, We will uh, after we're done recording here, I'll pin the link to the, the, uh, I'll pin the link to uh, at NYY. Uh, po- uh, Jesus, Mary and Joseph at NY. My there's way. too many NYYs here. <laughs> at NYY SC underscore podcast. I'll pin the the link here, but we want, we hope to see everybody out there. We're already in negotiations to expand the uh, tickets that have been made available because they're selling fast. So if you want to be there, you want to see Carlos Rodano, well, I like. I would like to definitively say that it's going to be Carlos Rodon's debut as the Yankee with the Yankees, but who knows with this friggin' team? What the hell they're going to do?
2: You never know. Would it,
1: would it surprise you if well, we, well, Frankie Montas is out for the first month of the year? Right. Okay. So, um, yeah. so do that uh, if you're if you're currently uh, watching live on NYY News TV, uh, please leave a uh, please uh, like this video smash the like button okay uh all right. if you're offended by uh chris and ryan's recreational uh tobacco chewing go fuck yourself okay? Right? um but okay 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 for everybody else <laughs> smash the like button subscribe to the channel and if you're listening on apple Podcasts, uh please leave us a five-star rating and review Uh, who's not getting a five-star rating in review is fucking Brian Cashman (laughs) for this quote uh, from yesterday, or yesterday was Sunday, right? He was on uh, Sirius XM MLB Network Radio, and this is what he had to say regarding the Yankees' left field uh, situation. We have lines out on certain opportunities. If it happens in February or March, so be it or we go with what we have. Cat, and this is the from the article. Cashman added a prediction that probably will bug a lot of Yankee fans. His best guess is that Hicks will open the season mm. as a starter in left field, even though the scumbag loser, I added that, has, <laughs> achieved, has underachieved or been hurt in the majority of the first four years of the seven-year contract. And this is back to the quote from Cashman. I suspect, I suspect, uh, he will be the guy that emerges because he is still really talented and <laughs> everything is there. Hopefully, we get the Aaron Hicks we know is in there back as
2: a consistent player for us. No, hopefully we don't. And don't tell us we don't know what we're talking about because we said this was going to happen for how many months now? Yeah, like it's it's bad enough you didn't you didn't or haven't yet gotten a, a legitimate left fielder. That's bad enough. Now you're telling me you're going to start Aaron Hicks. Like okay. when, when I predict those things deep down, I'm like, I'm just being pessimistic. They couldn't really do that.
1: Oh my God, man. Aaron Hicks is the opening day Yankee
2: left fielder. And then you, you know what? You might as well just, just turn smart, the fucking television off smart or oh, Yankees. Nice. You might as oh, well yeah. turn it off for the, for the rest of the year. And
1: if you're watching live on NYY News TV, go to NYYNewsTV.com and get yourself the NYYST Dude. Smarter Yankees t-shirt, all right? They start at Yankee Stadium
0: yes. Yes. against the Giants? Yes,
1: yes, they do.
0: Just like, I, I don't want to start with that kind of environment. Like you're right. setting up the environment to be loud in the worst way possible. Think about who this you, guy's going to get
1: coming up. Let to me the tell box. you something right now, okay? Let me tell you something right now, all right? If Wash Donaldson is the third baseman on opening day, I don't like it, but I live with it. Even if IKF is the opening day shortstop. I don't like it, but I live with it. You want to know why? Because I never, ever questioned either of those two guys, their intent and the amount of effort they gave on the baseball field. Never questioned it once in the, all of last year. Aaron Hicks, the, it, is a, it is such a disgrace that you even mention Aaron Hicks as being, a pod, as being the leading candidate, let alone a candidate, to be the left fielder for this team next year based on the way that he quit on this team and threw the manager under the bus. I got no love for Aaron Boone right now. I really don't. And the, yeah, okay, it has nothing to do with what he said about the New York Giants. I don't have any love for him because he's failing as the manager of this team. But he takes up for his players. Maybe a little bit too much. Maybe he's a little too friendly to these guys. He's a little too soft with them. But when he had an opportunity to bury Aaron Hicks on Derek Jeter night, Aaron Boone took the high road. Mm -hmm. But Aaron Hicks decided he's going to drive a New Jersey transit bus right over Aaron (laughs) Boone. I see when Joey Gallo got traded, what did he say? I see what Joey Gallo does now that he's playing with a real manager. To paraphrase, even though Joey Gallo hit 160 with the fucking Dodgers. They okay, sucked. Okay. But that's what Aaron Hicks said. Aaron Hicks then said, I can help another team play win. I can help another team win. Aaron Hicks quit on this team when the franchise's biggest living icon was being honored that night he quit on this team while this team was in a pennant race. He quit on them. And you still have this guy on the roster. It is a fucking disgrace that he is he is still on this baseball team and you're still actually considering him to be the starting opening day left fielder. Whether or not it's semantics or or whatever, the fact that he has not been released is a absolute joke. It's a joke that he's still collecting a paycheck from the New York Yankees based on his actions. If Aaron Hicks is just bad at baseball, whatever. Like, IKF is bad at baseball. (laughs) Wash Donaldson is bad at baseball. So if you're starting these guys that are just bad at baseball, that's fine. Sometimes you have to start bad players. This guy is a loser. He's a loser. When we talk about the dog pile, when the Yankees win twenty-eight, who's jumping in the dog pile? Aaron Hicks is not in the dog pile. He shouldn't be on this team. It's it is an insult to everybody that roots for this team, that pays money to watch this team, that and especially if you're a fan like we are. That have a certain affinity for Derek Jeter. And yeah, I'm gonna take that as a personal offense that he the night he quit was on Derek Jeter night. Because there's any ever day where you're gonna give your best effort, shouldn't it be that day when that guy's in the building being honored?
2: Absolutely. Sure.
1: It's an absolute insult to all of us that he's still collecting a paycheck from his team and that you're actually gonna to try to tell us that you're gonna give this guy the fucking left field job it's a joke it's an absolute joke and it's an insult and it's yeah, and look i can i can almost look at hal Steinbrenner and telling him and telling brian cashman saying well hey this is your mistake learn to live with it deal with it but at the same time if i'm hal Steinbrenner too this is also falls on hal Steinbrenner because if i own the team and i get and i hear all this shit You're gone. Hit the drop, Chris. Get the fuck out! That's the only thing that Brian Cashman should be saying regarding Aaron Hicks. And then there's reports today saying the Yankees are willing to eat money. They just haven't matched up. I don't care about eating money. Eat all of it. Give him his fucking pink slip. Let him go be a pro at Topgolf. Or like (laughs) Watch Donaldson was on the LPGA Tour this weekend. Let him go do some, some shit like that. The last place that Aaron Hicks needs to be is in the Yankee dugout. And further from that, the last place he really needs to be is standing in left field when Garrett Cole throws the first fucking pitcher of the season this year. What an absolute fucking
2: disgrace that's going to be if that's the huh. case. It's the one thing that couldn't happen, and I actually believed it wouldn't. I actually believed the yankees were going to make the right move with him and finally cut ties and, and and that it should have happened right after that night they should have just released him and i thought to myself you know what yankees aren't they don't really have that image anymore they're going to they're going to do it the the right way i guess and just let him go in the offseason and it is crazy to me i don't care if you get another player out there aaron hicks cannot not just be on this team he can absolutely not be starting on opening day and he's going to be uh, he might even lead off it's crazy bro it, it, it's like it's like we're it's like we're being pranked honestly that's what it feels like decade long prank it's crazy man no
1: that's why like i said dude uh, i can i can live with wash Donaldson and IKF being starters on this team and the fact that I know based on watching them even if they suck I'm getting everything that they have and yeah Josh Donaldson's a fucking asshole and he's a prick Mm -hmm. but I never questioned whether or not he gave full effort on the field did you ever question Josh Donaldson's
2: effort last year no Uh, maybe on the singles that he thought were home runs yeah but that happens uh, yeah, I mean that happens five times. I don't know if that, I
0: question his effort as much as I question him. Like he's kind of fucking annoying
2: to me. Yeah, no,
1: he's annoying. He's a he's a he's an asshole, bro. He's somebody that you find yourself even at, on your own team. You have. Uh, issues rooting for him Because he's such an He's an instigator And it's the yeah. And it's not even the, the Jackie Anderson shit It's the whole Like he made w- the, What was it The Tampa pitcher The Toronto pitcher Made him look stupid And he's telling yeah. Throw me a curveball T- Like Like you're just Fucking struck out Against this guy Like shut up Just stand and be quiet yeah. You're hitting 220 Be quiet Right But Aaron Hicks Flat out Quit on this team Aaron Hicks Threw the manager Under the bus Brian Cashman, okay? Let me, let me. I wish that I could ask Brian Cashman this question. You love Aaron Boone. You would adopt him if you could to be your son. That's how much you love him. Yet you let Aaron Hicks disrespect him in the fucking media after Aaron Boone went to bat for him when the guy quit on the team and you do nothing about it. In fact, you're just going to hand him a starting job on a team that you're trying to tell us is a World Series team? Make that make sense?
2: It, again, we we just go back to the question: Is this team serious? And you look for the for the proof of either answer. And I'm sorry, you know, they've done things that make me feel they're a little more serious. But Aaron Hicks starting in left field on opening day, man, that sets the tone right back to where it was for me.
1: And this is not an original thought. Pete brought this up in a group chat, and I I'm going to repeat it here because I fully believe it. The Yankees do not deserve to win a fucking thing in 2023 if Aaron
2: Hicks is in left field. On opening I couldn't day. agree more with that. I really couldn't because because you yeah. you're doing it to yourselves. Just like just like getting Montage when you know he's hurt and then he's on the on the IL, you know, doing shit like that. You know what you're getting. You're doing it to yourself. So don't, you don't deserve shit if you're you're willingly putting a guy out there that you know should not be here.
1: Let me read this part of the quote again because this is just, I'm going to have an aneurysm over this. Ready? Excuse me. I suspect he will be the guy that emerges because he is still really talented and everything is there.
2: Where? Where? Was can we, he not can, we, healthy get, can we make a shirt was, that just says where? Was he
1: not healthy last year? Was Aaron Hicks not healthy?
2: Uh, mentally, no. No, physically, physically was he healthy yeah. last year? How many home runs did he hit? I don't know, negative one.
1: No, he hit six.
2: Yeah, uh, eight.
1: So, so for a fully he- – and this is what I said. And this is where Aaron Hicks defenders could always come up and say, well, he's never been healthy. He's been- he has an elite walk rate. He's never been healthy. Okay, well, okay, Aaron Hicks was healthy last year, okay? Aaron Hicks, this is Aaron Hicks, a healthy season of Aaron Hicks, okay? Ready for it? All right. Uh, <laughs> Aaron Hicks had um, – he had 19 extra base hits in 130 games. 19 extra base hits in 130 games. Okay. He had a batting average of 216. OPS of 642. That's a healthy Aaron Hicks.
2: And didn't he set like a a record for most at bats without a hit?
1: Yeah. He wasn't was he like was 0 something. for 30? Yeah, he, <laughs> he, he was like 0 for 50. Deep. He had a depot. Like, oh,
2: career. we're gonna keep running him out there. We think he still has it. Crazy, man. When
1: when he had the on top of all that, had the balls on in spring training to go on CC Sabathia's podcast and say, I we got some fuck you in us. I'm gonna be a 30-30 yeah. guy. No, fuck you, dude. <laughs> fuck you. You I have never hated. And I know hate's a strong you should never shut up. <laughs> I have never hated a player that wears the uniform of a team I root for more than Aaron Hicks, okay? And it's not because he's bad. It's because of all the dumb shit that he does and he says, and he cannot back it up on the field. Cannot do it. He was healthy last year, and that's what you got from him. So Brian Cashman, if I can inject him with truth serum, and now maybe – And again, everybody's like, well, he's got to pump up Aaron Hicks or else he'll never trade him. Shut up. Because legitimately, he said that Sonny Gray was a pile of dog shit. He would never work in New York and he still fucking traded Sonny Gray. Okay. He said that. Remember all the things he said about him? He's not going to work here. It's like pushing a rock up a hill or whatever he (laughs) said about Sonny Gray. Mm -hmm. Right. Still managed to trade him, right? Still found somebody that wanted him. So he doesn't have to pump anybody up for Aaron Hicks if, he, if there's a market for him, he could find somebody that wants him. Problem is nobody wants him cuz they saw the same shit that we saw last year that you got a guy with a 646 OPS that was fully healthy, a 2.16 batting average. it got a 19 extra base hits. But here's in the thing. 130
2: games. But here's the thing. He doesn't have to be traded for anyone. At the very least, you give him a call and say, "Hey, Pack your shit. You're not on the team anymore. Here's your check. We're getting rid of you. You're a cancer to the clubhouse. To this team. See ya. See ya. Why won't Cashman do it? He's been Cashman's guy for it's how long now? The
0: same reason or all this Chapman decided to go to the Royals. Because his ego is too big. And he doesn't want to cut ties with the possibility of moving
1: on. I don't condone bullying in children. I don't think I think this just leads to a whole bad thing right there. Children should not be raised to be bullies. But if I was in the Yankee clubhouse, I would bully the fuck out of Aaron Hicks until he left.
2: Yeah, I agree. I concur. All right.
1: Okay. So we have one more clip left, I believe. Yeah, let's do there it. Final, big, the, big the clip, final yeah.
3: clip. You know, and one last thing that we all uh, kind of sat down and you know, discuss was the possibility of not wearing pinstripes this year to uh, kind of only do alternate uniforms and kind of do a collaboration with Yes Network and uh, Amazon uh, do a little tagline of, uh, you know, kind of, you know, earn your stripes as the slogan of the year. So we uh, won't be wearing pinstripes for the entirety of the, the regular season. And, you uh, you know, the postseason we won't wear the pinstripes, and you know the, your your earning of them will be getting back finally to the World Series, and uh, you know, so that's something that the three of us, myself, uh, you know, Omar, Mania, and uh, SGB, kind of really just sat down and wanted uh, SGB, to, yeah, Scout Guy okay. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs>
0: All right, no no pinstripes this year, possibly.
1: Interesting. So, Ryan, you alluded to this. Uh, the rollers Chapman era, in New York Yankees, is officially yeah. over. Thank uh, God. He signed with the he he signed with the Kansas City Royals. Uh, apparently, the there were three teams in on him. The he uh, think he signed for about three point two million with the Royals. He's going to be the closer. Uh, Miami was at about 2 million and San Diego, uh, Padres were actually interested in him, offered him more money, but not the closer role. So he went to Kansas city and, uh, I firmly a hundred percent on everything that means anything to me. Uh, I mean this from the bottom of my heart, I would a hundred percent. Resign of Oldest Chapman if it meant that Aaron Hicks wasn't on this team anymore.
2: Absolutely, it wouldn't even be a question. Every time. Wouldn't even be a question. I'd let him even start as a, as the closer and let him lose it.
1: Sure, screw I it. I would. Yeah, yeah, I would even hand him the closer. <laughs> hey, it's yours, it yours meant, to lose, pal.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> if it meant no Aaron Hicks,
2: I'm down with that. Just yeah,
1: whatever. So uh, we're, we're rapidly approaching the uh, beginning of spring training here. Uh, next week when we record, it'll be uh, January 30th, believe it or not. And the Yankees will be just uh, two uh, two um, weeks away from recording the spring training. So it'll be here before we know
2: it. Uh, will you watch the World Baseball Classic, by the way? I
1: won't go out of my way to watch it, but if I'm, I'm watching go TV out of my way. and it's on, I'll put it on. Uh, I'll put this, uh, this just came across a few hours ago. Uh, the the Twins acquired Michael A. Taylor from the uh-huh. Royals. So, I mean, they have a glut of outfielders. Could Max yeah. Kepler be on the move? Could it be on the move to the Bronx? I mean.
2: Are you going to be excited about it? No, yes, nah. I would be. I would absolutely
1: yeah. be excited for it. I would throw a bigger parade than if the Giants won the fucking Super Bowl if Max Kepler got traded here. You
2: want to know why? Because you're assuming it means the end of Aaron Hicks. I am assuming
1: it means the end of s I'm assuming that I listen
2: I think that's yeah, the really. logical most most probable answer but would you be surprised if it didn't
1: I am surprised by nothing that this team does right. as we as we say smart or, or Yankees. Yankees so go get your t-shirts at nyYnewstv.com click the shop tab uh, you're smart Yankees T-shirts, Pete uh, unleashed a whole bunch of new merchandise for Carlos Rodon, Harrison Bader, Aaron Judge. There's, you know, show-specific merch as well. There's merch for the channel. So definitely go there, check it out. Yeah, uh, we're going to, as soon as I'm done here, we're going to post it. It'll be the pin tweet, the event April 1st in the Audi Club, Giants, Yankees, which what should be Carlos Rodon's debut for the club. Uh, we want to see you out there. It, uh, it'll well be worth it. Just the fact that we're going to get a five star menu through the seventh inning. You'll get to hang out with us. You'll get to hang out with everybody from the channel. Uh, also, if you're still here in the chat, smash the like, subscribe to the channel, Please. Apple Podcasts, leave us a five star rating and review. Again, we thank you for your continued support. Uh, we're looking to blow this thing up in a good way in 2023 here. And uh, we're, we're just getting started here. Hopefully uh, there'll be uh, some some big things coming for the New York Yankees in the coming weeks here as we head into spring training here. Hopefully we won't have to rant about Aaron Hicks anymore. Hopefully that will be a thing of the past soon sooner than later, okay. okay. If I find a, if I find a lucky penny on the side of the road tomorrow, that'll be my wish. Same here. So thank you once again for listening and watching episode 316. If I didn't give a, oh, hell yeah, for Stone Cold Steve Austin on episode <laughs> 316, I wouldn't be doing my job. So thank you very much. Nice. Uh Yes, all right. Thank you very much for your continued support. Uh, SGR. Go Yanks. Chris, say goodbye. Peace.
0: N-Y-Y-S-T. This is New York. Yankee Sports Talk, swinging for the fences, knock it out the park. This is New York, Yankee Sports Talk, Christian and Chris, of course SGR. This is New York, Yankee Sports Talk, call me New York, Yankee Sports Talk. Record rain and shine, grab your shades and umbrellas, NYYST, you're hanging with the fellas.